0: Welcome to Golf Better at Edwin Watts Golf. Episode number 82. Hello, everyone. My name is Tom Purcell. Thanks so much for joining us. Whether this is your first time or you're a long time listener, we're glad you're with us.
1: Welcome back.
0: Someone who's with me in the studio, long time. It's been a long time. Want to say a welcome back to Kenny Nicholson, technical specialist here at Evan Watts Golf. Kenny, great to have you back, man. Man, it's glad to be back. I did the look back; it was July first episode last time you you were here, so almost a month and a half. It's been a while. Almost like you, you know, graduated high school. And now you're coming back to teach. That is
2: exactly right. I tell you what, uh, yeah, I went away on vacation and uh, had some other stuff I had to get done, but I am more than excited to be back.
0: Hey, we've had a lot of stuff happen in the golfing world. Since you've been gone, obviously the British Open where Little Louis uh, lit it up, but just in the past couple weeks, Stuart Appleby at the Greenbrier fifty nine,
2: unbelievable, and to win birdie's yeah. the
0: last hole. It's a par three, Sixth the putt to, to shoot fifty nine.
2: Yeah, I mean to think that you can shoot that is incredible, but to shoot it in a in a you know a PGA event on, on Sunday is, is just fun. and there was no lift clean in place no, or anything no. like I that. Mean, I
0: mean it was just it, it was it was the legitimate yeah. fifty nine and unbelievable. Final round for Stuart Appleby, and we want to congratulate him. Yeah, and what Louie
2: did at the British. Yeah, I mean, here's a guy that just played phenomenal, especially on Sunday. Yeah, Uh, he he closed
0: out, like Kerry said last week, or our last episode. It was probably one of the best exhibitions of driving you'll ever see, driving the golf ball. It just goes to
2: show, if you keep the ball in play, it doesn't matter if you're an amateur or or a high handicap or, or, or professional golfer. You're going to score better if you keep the ball in the short grass.
0: Talking about keeping it in play, last week at Firestone Country Club, The World Golf Championship, Bridgestone, Hunter Mahan shoots sixty four the final round, and I mean he was just he was splitting fairways.
2: Yeah, Um, I mean I've watched golf as I've been on vacation and kept kept up with everything, and Hunter just put on a performance. And you know, again, these guys are going low. It seems like, especially on Sundays, Um, you know, it's just scary numbers they're putting out there.
0: Fifty nine, but that wasn't as low as it went since you were gone.
2: No, at the Alabama Junior. (laughs) July 28th at the Alabama junior Bobby Wyatt. I think he was a couple of weeks or days, a couple days shot, before yeah, a couple birthday. days before his 18th birthday. Uh, kid shoots 57. Yeah. Did he lip out
0: 56? I'm yeah, hearing that's, that's what I've
2: read. I mean, it's all over Google and stuff, but, uh, you know, it happened in mobile, which is not far from us. We have a store there and, uh, to see you know somebody shoot 59 is is just awestruck but uh, you know for a kid to shoot 57 is incredible this is the alabama junior it's not like it's a you know weekend warrior tournament
0: well they're talking on the tour now about the 20 somethings that have no fear no fear of tiger no fear of the leaders and they're just going to go after it here's a here's a teen something yeah. <laughs> that's got no fear and uh, 57 that's unbelievable
2: it really is i mean it's incredible and uh Something to be excited about is seeing somebody that shot this number and have somebody else go out and try to pop that. Unbelievable.
0: Last episode, when you were gone, Carrie said, in and we talked about some of the new product offerings that are out there from different, different product uh, manufacturers. A couple months ago, you got a chance to get even more specific with John Solheim, Jr. We're going to play that interview, but talk a little bit about that interview with John Solheim, what you were talking about.
2: Yeah, we were talking about the new products that were coming out for Ping that are launching right now, which is the K-15 family of products. And- you know, Ping's one of those companies that they don't just come out with a product every year or, or what have you, and they put a lot of research and development. I mean, you go all the way back to the Ping I2s, um, or the Ping Eyes for that matter, and perimeter weighting and how far advanced it was. You know, they've come out with a product now that is definitely what they feel like is the most forgiving product that they've had in the K-15 line. Uh, for the medium to high handicap players. And uh, and they have the I-15 uh, for the advanced player on the iron side and the driver side, and they still have the G-15 family of products. But uh, real excited to see the new products coming out from Ping. Um, I mean, just something uh, this time of year you don't typically see new products and having something come out in August and something that is as good as this is, I'm excited
0: about it. let's go ahead and turn the clock back. It was a couple months ago. John Solheim was here at corporate headquarters, sat down with you in studio, and talked about the new Ping family products. Here's that interview.
2: John, thanks for joining us.
0: Oh, you're welcome. It's good to be here.
2: Yeah, there's some exciting things happening at uh, Ping off right now. Some product launches fixing to happen. Let's touch on the family of products, and then we'll try to get into some of the specifics uh, of how the playability of the product is. So if you want to roll with that, I know there's the new K15 family that's coming along.
1: Yeah, so kind of calling it a Super Game Improvement product line, the new K-15. We've also got a new women's product line uh, in the Faith. Then we have new players irons in the S-56 as well as the Tour S-Wedge, as well as a new exciting line of putters called the Scottsdale.
2: And then you have the Answer Iron as well, which is going to be a forged golf club,
1: correct? Yes, we do. Uh, We initially launched that in Japan, and then we're bringing it to the United States. It's our... First, uh, since the answer iron way back in the 1960s, it's our first forged iron since then. It's got the answer name, and we're really excited about how that's going to be received in the U.S. Heard
2: some buzz from some of my customers as well that have seen and heard about it out there on the Internet, so they're excited to receive that as well. I'm excited to actually get a chance to demo some of those one day. Let's go ahead and touch on the K-15 line. Uh, because coming off the success that you have with the G15 and the I15, the K is going to be designed for what type of player?
1: So it's really a player who's looking to hit the golf ball straight. Uh, we're calling it Super Game Improvement because it's an extremely forgiving uh, line of golf clubs. The driver is really designed, it's got a weight in the low heel of it, so it's really designed to help turn the club over and give the golfer a straight ball flight um, Lots of golfers who either slice the ball or when their miss is a slice, this is really going to help eliminate that from their game. And that technology is carried on throughout the whole set. One of the things we did when we were designing this golf club is we went back and studied the I-2. And the I-2 irons, interestingly enough, had a much more left bias flight than the irons of today. So we wanted to have that sort of playability in the K-15 iron as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, you, you being an engineer, the what you hear from the consumer or from the player goes into designing a golf club, obviously. So, I mean, how much, how much work goes into creating a, a new driver from, I mean, because you guys usually come out with a new product launch, you know, not because something is, you know, it's time or demand, you have to make a product or you want to make a product that's better than the previous product because your life cycle lasts longer than anybody out there and you, know, you you look at what products are still available from Ping and and what people still buy is amazing
1: yeah I, I would say a lot of work goes into you know say it's a new driver i mean when we introduced the G15 driver and the i15 driver that, that was pretty much that was the best we had at the time so now we've got to say okay what can we do better and a lot of it goes into looking at different golfers out there and with the K15 we said you know here's an opportunity really help provide straight ball flight to golfers. So let's focus in on that and design the best we can for that. And then, you know, after this, you know, it's a tough job, you know, challenging ourselves, you know, what's next in the G15 line. Um, But we constantly, we work kind of, we call it a knowledge uh, environment that we have in the engineering department. And we're always gathering more and more knowledge. And it actually makes it, uh, I don't know if I want to use the word easy, but it's kind of part of the system. As we develop this more knowledge, we can, add improvements to our golf clubs, make them go longer, make them go straighter, make the game more enjoyable for our customers out there.
2: Yeah, which, I mean, I spoke with you prior to getting on the the show with us today and told you the driver that I'm hitting is the I-15. And I just, for me, I don't get a product because it's just new and exciting or whatever. I like to play a product that is going to help me with my game. And I'm just absolutely amazed with the distance that I receive with that golf club. John, quick question for you. I was noticing on the bottom of the driver, it says SF Tech. What does that stand for? It stands for straight flight
1: technology, and it really is in the entire K15 line. It's designed to help the golfer hit the ball straight. So, you know, it's not a fade biased, It's not a draw biased. It's designed to make a very forgiving golf club that wants to go straight.
2: We talk about this product being the ultimate game improvement product, but it's not – Just exclusively designed for the higher handicap player. So a good player wanting to hit the ball straight, this is a product that he needs to look at.
1: Yeah, I mean, from my own personal experience, I like to think of myself as a better golfer. But as I've gone out and hit these golf clubs, I've fallen in love with them just because they do hit the ball straight. They take the right out of play for me. I don't hit it left with them. So I'm really, you know, considering putting them in my bag.
2: Yeah, golfer with an ego. I've never seen that before. No. <laughs> I know we all like to think we're better golfers, but anything that can help us out—this is one of them. Uh, definitely need to give it a try. Now you're gonna have K15 fairway woods as well, correct?
1: Yeah, the fairway woods. That's actually what I would say is the the biggest difference as you look from uh, you know maybe going from the G15 to the K15, and it's all it's you get right in front of you. It's the size of these fairway woods. They're gigantic. We wanted to make them extremely forgiving. In the past, when you've gone to big fairway woods, they were hard to get the ball up in the air, but they've got a pretty low profile and low center of gravity, so they get the ball up in the air nice and easy. They go through the ground well, and they're extremely straight. Um, So I did a player test the other day hitting different fairway woods, and I just fell in love with the K-15 fairway wood.
2: So it's going to be available in a 3, 5, 7, and 9 wood? Yes, Okay. What about iron-wise for the K-15? Well,
1: irons and hybrids, it's a blended set, and it's part of the fitting process is basically where do you switch over from irons to hybrids, and as you look, as swing speeds go down, that switch happens earlier, and you need to play less irons and more hybrids, so that's part of the fitting story to these products. The irons um, feature a titanium face. They're huge soles, so they're very forgiving ground impact-wise, have a very high MOI, so like I said, they just hit the ball straight. And the hybrids feature a shape that's similar to the G15. We've made some improvements to that as well. And it, it goes hand-in-hand hand with that K15, has the same. One of the big studies we've been working in the engineering department is we want the full set to play the same so you don't have to put a different swing on your driver that you do your irons, and then your hybrid's a whole different swing. You know, you're fighting a hook with the hybrid, and you're fighting a slice with your irons. So we design our products to have the same turnover characteristics throughout the whole set. So you don't have to fight any of your golf clubs. You just put your swing on them, and they go nice and straight for you. Yeah, it
2: sounds like the concept or the the analogy going into it was is we're going to create the straightest golf club playable, because that's what I'm getting out of you is the drivers playing extremely straight, the fairway woods, and that's that's what the consumer looks for. The more they're in the fairway or the more they're near the green, the better their score is going to be. So Mm -hmm. exciting new products. Uh, Definitely check those out uh, with the launch event that we're doing with Ping Golf. Um, some of the other products we want to touch on are the S-56, which now we're moving into a little bit more of the better players type club. So
1: Yeah, so this is, you know, then we had the S-57 that had great success on tour. This is the S-56. Those products are really designed hand-in-hand with the tour player. They come out and they test those. We take them out to them in the field, and they test the prototypes, and they give us feedback, and, and that's what the S-56 was. It's an evolution of the S-57 um, designed with some uh, – impactful changes that are going to help them play better out on tour and then help the golfer actually play better um, out on the golf course.
2: The the thing about that golf club, it's not designed for everybody, but what's funny is that, you know, even the the low to mid handicap player can play this iron with ease because it is forgiving for that type of golf club. Um, I've had a set of them and had a buddy of mine that's kind of a mid handicap player and he loved them and played them well. So, It's definitely something that if you're in that category, you know, try these Ultimate Game Improvement K15 and the G15 line is still available as well.
1: The s 50 especially like in the short irons, um, those are great products. So like if you tend to hit the ball extra high, an S56 type product, especially in those shorter irons, will really help you with those scoring clubs lower that ball flight, get a better boring trajectory to help you get closer to the pen.
2: Yeah, which is great with you guys. We can do a blended set where if mm-hmm. he's a good ball striker with a short irons but needs help with long irons, which I think the majority of us do, then yeah. you can do a blended set, no problem. Uh, now, the big iron that's out there, the forge that you haven't made for a long time, the answer forge, let's touch on that one.
1: So that was an exciting product for us uh, just to develop because we haven't done forge in so long. So, I mean, my engineering team, no one had done forge before. Um Back in the day when we did forge, we actually bought forgings and then machined just in the back of them to put a <laughs> cavity in them. So similar to that, these are forged, and we actually machined the cavity out, and it, it's a beautiful-looking golf club because um, we actually, instead of just machining a cutout in there, there's a nice pattern and all the graphics. It's not a badge that goes in there. It's actually milled in there. Um, but the technology story, it features a very large uh, tungsten weight that goes across the whole sole, And there's actually a hollow cavity inside there. So we're still doing everything we can to get the CG in the right position. Um, It's designed kind of in that I-15 line. So for a better golfer, it's a little more boring flight than like a more forgiving golf club is. Um, It's going to help keep the ball down, but it's still got that perimeter waiting to keep, um, keep it straight.
2: Can you explain, I mean, a lot of people hear the word forged and the word cast. Can you explain what a forging actually is?
1: Yeah, so uh, I guess a casting, you take a molten metal and you pour it into a mold. A forging, you take a metal that get, you get really hot and you basically slam it in a press. I uh, usually have to slam it multiple times to get it into your to the shape, the desired shape. And then forging usually requires some more post-processing to, uh, you know, more grinding on the product and stuff to get it to the that desired final shape. Uh, when you look at the metal underneath in a casting – the um, metal grain structure usually isn't as consistent right out of the casting process and that's why we heat treat our irons to bring back the grain structure and a forging actually has the ultimate in uh, grain structure um, in irons it's it's not really necessary because you're not taking the material to the ultimate stress length you don't, you don't hear anybody you know breaking their iron face in and that's because you're not taking them to those high stress levels but a forged material will actually end up being stronger than a cast material just because of that
2: finer grain structure that it has. Is that what gives it that soft feel as well?
1: I guess the soft feel, I would say, is debatable. I think the thing that gives it the most soft feel is the fact that it says forged on the back <laughs> of the club.
2: <laughs> uh, good answer.
1: Uh, the the feel comes to the design, and, and if you look, you know, most forged clubs in the past have been more of a blade style, and that's really in all our testing, the Design is the big lever on the feel. As you get a larger club head with a thinner face, it's going to have more of a teamy feel. As you get a more compact, compact club uh, head with a thicker face, it has more of a solid, softer feel. So, it definitely, you know, I was when I first did the player test with the answer, I was surprised at how good it felt, and I was going, you know, it, it does feel good. <laughs> But you know we've done tests in the past where we've taken an identical design and forged and cast it, and you can't tell the difference.
2: Huh? That's the. I guess that's a a myth then that forged golf clubs play softer. I think it's well, because you have a you're, at, you know, the sweet spot's a little bit smaller, and when you hit it, it does feel like butter.
1: Yeah, and I I used the same word butter when I was player testing it out there. So to be you know golf's a mental game, and when you when you think it's softer, I think it feels softer. <laughs>
2: You also have the new Tour S wedge uh, coming out, and I wanted to touch on that because the previous uh, Tour wedges were phenomenal. Yeah,
1: so we went from the Tour W to the Tour S. A lot of these, you know, in the S56 and the Tour S, we're we're switching over to the new groove with the USGA and RNA rule. We've got to get new grooves out there. So our Tour players have actually, uh, we've made custom stuff for them to get them new grooves out there. So this is the evolution of um, bringing product to, out to the market that both the tour players can play and the uh, everyday golfer can play. It's the same. The Tour S, we've had with that groove that's in there, great success out on tour. I think we've doubled our wedge count this year since they've gone to the new rule. Um, we've got a very aggressive groove you know, that's conforming to the new rule. Uh, we do see a slight decrease in spin to what our previous grooves are, but it's very minimal, especially compared to you know what some of our competition has out there, so... We've had a lot of players come uh, to our tour reps asking for our wedges because they see that they can maintain a game close to what they were before using our wedges with, the, with our new grooves
2: Yeah, what surprises me so much um, about the engineering aspect of it, I mean, I obviously don't know how to design it, but the thing to me is you're basically given a set of rules that everybody has to play by. and. Um, you know, with the depth of the groove, the, the the width of the groove, the length of the groove, everything, and how you guys can manipulate it to make it work, you know, still uh, is beyond is beyond me. But you're right about the wedge count because we see the Daryl survey and we see it see it taking place out there now. There's been some buzz out there with some tour players that we talked to as well. So kudos to you guys. So the new tour S wedge does have the new conforming groove rule.
1: Yeah, so all the all the products that we're introducing have, meet the new rules. Um, but, but the Tour S definitely has it, and that's where you know tour players are really wanting to get their hands on those pin
2: grooves. Good stuff. There's also the new Scottsdale putter that's going to be available as well.
1: Yeah, that's, so that's a full line of putters. We've got several new designs. We've also got some of the, you know, Pin Classic Answer B60 type designs as well in there. I'm really excited about the uh, newer designs with the, Wolverine and the Ho-Hum. We've got all these uni- <laughs> unique names out there. Pick them up. Uh, why worry? Uh, but they're great. They're, they actually feature a dark PVD finish. Um, and then a we call it the, the optographics of it, which is how the putter aligns to the golf hole or to your intended target, are outstanding on these because it's a white um, with red and black on top, dark putter. Really stands out against the green. Really helps the golfer line up those putts to the uh, to to their intended target. So that's one of those products. It, it's hard to explain audibly here, but it's one of the. If, once you go take a look at it, you're going to fall in love with them.
2: The one thing that's weird for me about putters always has been is is toe weighted, heel weighted, face balanced. I mean, what what do you guys look at when you're doing uh, the design of putters?
1: Well, I mean, we provide different options out there because they're. We kind of, the general logic we use is if you're an open-closed type putter, uh, more of a heel-shafted putter, so an answer design or something that gets it more, the hosel more towards the heel of the golf club is going to help you do that. You're going to kind of be fighting it if it's a face-balance putter or center-balance putter. Um, The face-balance putters are great for straight back, straight through. When you swing those, that's what they want to do. They don't want to turn on you. And if you go straight back, straight through, the face-balance putter is going to be right for you.
2: Yeah, it's one of those things where you learn something new every day. You know, I take and, take and choose what looks good and feels good to me. So I know that I do open the toe, and a heel-shafted putter works better for me, but I didn't know the you know why.
1: So. Yeah, if you don't have it, you're kind of fighting it the whole way. So if you open and close it and you're using a face balance, it just wants to stay square. <laughs>
2: I so wonder why I always your, pulled those yeah, center-shafted so putters. You're fighting
1: it, and it doesn't want to open for you. So then when you come through, you're just closing it.
2: Yeah, I, I get it now. There's also a new ladies product coming out as well called the Faith.
1: Yeah, so that's a full product, driver, fairway woods, and then a, a blended set just like the K15 with uh, two hybrids and, and irons and well. It actually starts at the five and six, and then it's irons through the sand wedge. Uh, we've done a lot of studies on those, and, you know, it's designed for the, the lady golfer out there, and, and what we've found is they swing, you know, re- relatively slow compared to men. Some of them don't. And they're you know more than welcome with the pain fitting process to get you know K-15s, G 15s <laughs> or even S fifty sixes if that's the you know the level of your game. But the average woman out there swings quite a bit slower. So this is really designed, you know, with high lofted drivers, irons that have the lofts that make sense for them, gonna give them you know proper gaps between them. And they're not gonna get to a certain iron and they just don't hit it any further. They're gonna have gaps all the way up through those hybrids.
2: That's a great analogy because, the, you know, you get people that ask about amateur golf clubs or, or not amateur. They talk about uh, youth, whether it's, you know, ping boxy or whatever it might be. And they're like, why is it five, seven, and nine? And the reality is they five, six, iron, seven, they're not going to hit the five, six that much further or that much longer. Um, and that's taking that concept with the faith. You know, you get to a certain point, like you say, where they, they're not going to hit one any further well you've tried to help that and create these gaps in there that are going to help them. So exciting new products out there. Well, John, thanks a million for coming in studio with us. Uh, It's a pleasure to meet you in person. I've gotten the opportunity to interview you a couple times in the past, uh, and it's always a learning experience for me and uh, definitely a treat for having you.
1: Well, thank you. It's always enjoyable to do these, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity to be here.
0: Golfer with an ego. It's good to have an ego. You don't want to have too big a one because if you can find something to help your game, Kenny, that's you. You want to make that move. You
2: do, Um, but you know it's typical of anybody that goes out there with their Saturday or Sunday foursome or weekday foursomes. If you're lucky enough to to be able to play during the week or retired or what have you, it. I mean, your your group has an ego. I mean, I, I guarantee you, there's somebody that wants to play you or what have you. So. Um, it's just one of those things, I love it when the egos get too big and then you can, you know, put them down <laughs> or what have you. But, uh, you know, it's it's fun. It's a fun part of golf. But uh, like you said, don't let the ego get too big.
0: Yeah, thanks again for uh, John Solheim, Jr. sitting in with you a couple months ago. Another thing we do here every episode, especially if you're new, most every episode is we give something away, and that's that's always fun for us. But in order to have a chance at it, you've got to know how to register.
2: Yeah, correct. Just go to our website, EvanWattsGolf.com. In the bottom portion, just click on the Golf Better logo there, and you'll come to a landing page, and there's a register to win. Just fill out the required information we ask of you, and your name is automatically submitted for your chance to win one of the prizes that we have.
0: Another place you want to visit also our social media sites, Facebook and Twitter. Facebook fans are growing at a rapid pace, and we also have a nice promotion there on Facebook as well.
2: Yeah, we do right now. Uh, you like us on Facebook, there's a free coupon that comes up for 20% off single item. That's a pretty good deal. I mean, some restrictions apply, obviously, with certain manufacturers, but there's a ton of stuff out there that you can get, and 20% off is a big deal. Um, you know, so, and invite your friends, you know. Th- especially in the golfing community, you, you know, like us, get the coupon, whether they want to get it or not, but they can keep up with what we're doing and you can keep up with what we're doing on a daily basis as well. And we also have a new feature on our website as well called Watts Tips. It's a free subscription. Um, weekly you would get a free video tip from one of the top 100 professionals uh, that we have. And it's it's a free uh, subscription. It comes directly to you in email. It's done very professionally, something we're very proud of as well.
0: Another place on our website that you interact one-on-one with fans is the Ask Kenny button, and you get questions all the time. We kind of had to raid your inbox last time. We had an Ask Kenny episode with Mike and Kerri here, but Ask Kenny can give us feedback and ask questions about your game, your clubs, or whatever.
2: Yeah, it's a fun part of my job. Um, I mean, there's on the Golf Better landing page, there's a button there that says Ask Kenny. Simply click that button and uh, send me your question or advice or suggestions or what have you. I love answering that part of it. I got behind; i catching up because I was out, but uh, I love that part of the well, that part of my job.
0: It was great having you back. Glad you could sit in with us again, and we'll do it again in a couple weeks, right? Yes, excited, and thank you for listening in, fans. And we'll do it again in a couple weeks when we have another exciting episode of Golf Better at EdwinWattsGolf.com. So long, everyone.